We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye. With me as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, another Nets win, 114-105 over the Sixers. How are we feeling, Jack? Nick, I've looked this up. I looked up a, a rare fact. So the single rarest animal in the world is called the vaquita. It is a porpoise and lives in the extreme northwestern corner of Gulf, Gulf of California in Mexico. The only thing rarer than that, Kevin Wayne Durant. Another great game for KD. Obviously, put the team on his back, dropped 34 tonight, beat the Sixers. Obviously, we know all the issues with the injuries, the COVID protocol and all that, but the Nets still pull out a win. We're going to jump into that and plenty more, but you can check the buzz on all streaming platforms. Now, Jack, where do you want to start? We've got to start with the greatness of, of Mr. KWD. Um, he is a, a true, true, absolute master of his craft. And 39 minutes tonight for him, 13-24 from the field, 2-3 of three from 3, 6-6 six six from the free-throw line, had 11 boards, 8 assists, a block to go with his 34 points, was plus 12 when he was out there, just a couple of assists shy from backing up a triple-double with another one. He is, I think that, you know, you, you sort of get lost. We sort of talk about, you know, Kevin Randy scoring, and, you know, we spoke about, you know, is his defense, you know, getting enough credit? Now it's just like his leadership and his ability to just bring G League players and just elevate them and make Blake Griffin play some of his, his great basketball again. You know, finding clacks for open dunks. Him and Patty Mills, you know, have this incredible, awesome synergy like they've played on, you know, Olympic teams together uh, in, in, in a weird way. He is playing sublime basketball, Nick. It is something that is not of this earth. And it's it's weird to say it might be the most complete basketball of his career that he's playing. Not, don't know if it's his best. You know, his, his, his MVP season in 2014 was something else. Uh, but he is playing. He, I think he's overtaken Stephen Curry. I, I, and I think that if you... I, I, I like to think of myself as a pretty objective person. And I think that Steph Curry had the MVP lead at one point of the season when KD, you know, was in and out and had a few down games. But at this point in time, I think if you had the MVP ladder going, Kevin Durant's playing better basketball. It's as simple as that. 
and he is leading a team that has seven unhealthy players that are out in, in health and safety protocols, as well as Joe Harris with an injury and Kyrie Irving on the sidelines, and making them look credible. Not only credible, he's beating a Toronto Raptors team, look, which look pretty goddamn healthy. The Sixers are pretty fit and firing right now, obviously, other than the absence of Ben Simmons. But we have Kevin Durant. It's as simple as that. He's just a, a walking cheat code, as has been said by many other um, he's like all. Of, he's like not just a cheat code, Nick. He's the cheat code manual. Remember back in the day, you go like you buy like a Golden Eye or like a Pokemon cheat code manual. That's yeah. Kevin Durant. He's the whole goddamn cheat code manual. He's got answers for everything, Jack. And I mean, this is. I think it's the best basketball of his career. I think he's just his all around game is just at a different level. And we were talking before the show started, and I mentioned to you that this is like the Le- LeBron level stuff that we saw with the Cavs. Like you're carrying a team, you're doing everything they need, and you're stepping up at the right moments because it's a great combination of incorporating his teammates, but then also knowing when, hey, I might have to hit a pull-up jumper over three sixers tonight to make sure that we get that win. and Or even the pull-up three that he over Tobias Harris in the fourth quarter. It's just like these different moments for Kevin Durant. It's just really great to see. And he seems extremely happy. And you mentioned he seems very comfortable in this spot in Brooklyn and just leading this group of guys and just trying to get the best. And I love the engagement he has with the young guys. Obviously, we love watching young players, but you know, watching championship teams is always better. But still seeing these little stints of things is awesome. And I think, honestly, like if you look at this stretch from KD, this like four game stretch from Atlanta to Detroit to Toronto to Philadelphia, this might be the best four game stretch in Nets history. Like I, maybe not statistically wise, but just working with what he has on the court. We're talking about four rookies. Lance and Galloway played today. Didn't even get to go to shoot around, met the team like before the game started. And you're talking about this guy playing at the highest level that you possibly can play at and carrying his team to a win. And, you know, we've heard a lot on Nets Twitter and you've mentioned, I've mentioned it, like enjoy this because this is just extremely fun to watch and you don't get to experience this level of greatness on a consistent basis. Like we might go the rest of our lives as Nets fans and never see anybody touch this level in a Nets uniform. It's unrivaled dominance, Nick. Yep. You know, truly unrivaled in a way like, you know, LeBron James and, and that Cavs, he made history with that yep. team. And look, I think it's a bit of a slight to, you know, Kessler Edwards, you know, comparing him to like <laughs> an Amman Shumpert type. Come on, my guy. Give Kess Express a bit more credit than that. But I, and finally enough, you know, with Kessler Edwards, for those that didn't see the video, I think I quote tweeted on my timeline where Kess was speaking to the media after the game and KD's waiting to the silence. He's like, you know, I got away for Kess. And it's just like, it just seems like KD's having fun. And yeah. I, I, I hark back to the interview that he had with Draymond Green, where he talked about himself, like, not getting too high, not getting too low. It just seems like he's in the element. He's in that zone that we all sort of talk about when it comes to athletes and anyone who's amazing at their craft. And Kevin Durant is as good at his craft as, as anyone that has ever stepped foot on the court. You know, him, Steph, LeBron, right now in their heyday, absolutely dominating in a way that we have barely seen. We're watching three all-time greats, and one of them wears a Brooklyn Nets uniform. It is it's something special, Nick. It really is. It really is. And like you mentioned too, Jack, just like the all-around game we're seeing from him, like 11 rebounds. And some of those were tough boards, like grabbing them over different Sixers players, be it Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Only eight assists tonight, but it felt like he could have easily had double-digit assists if a couple guys knocked down a few more shots. There's a couple plays where guys missed layups and then got the tip in where it's just like whatever. But still, KD is just just so great right now it's just so fun to watch and then just like the level of watching the most elite player in the nba and then play with these young guys it's just like a different type of energy that you rarely get to experience 
Nick, he was supposed to play the other night. And if we didn't play, the game would have been cancelled. He played yep. 48 minutes. He's played 39 minutes tonight. He's played 87 minutes in two games. Yep. In, you know, and he's led this team in a way that few leaders and few you know, individual greats of this game. You know, we talk about unicorns. And I think that Kevin Durant is the OG unicorn. Yep. You know, you're Chris Stapps, you're Giannis, you're these sort of guys. But there is an, a level, there has to be some other mythical creature. And hit me up in the DMs or whatever if you can think of them, guys. I tried to find it with that, you know, rare porpoise creature, the Vaquita. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to start calling KD the Vaquita. I'm not sure he might <laughs> like that or anyone will understand the reference. But, you know, this season, Nick, you know, I put out the tweet before the game because I'm like, I'm going to look up what, what the, the dominance of KD and how it is re- reflected statistically. And this is just the, some of the basic stats. Leading the league in points per game, leading the league in total points, despite missing a few games here and there. Has it? This is before tonight, 62.3% true shooting on a guy that shoots about a million mid-ranges. 278 total field goals, 230 two-point field goals, and a PER of 25.9, which is fifth in the league. It's Statistics just back up the the greatness that he's showing and that, that he's playing with right now. And, and you know, the uh, the ISOPA numbers, the, the ridiculous stat that I, I talked about on the solo pod of just him, you know, being 98% of the time being contested in his jumpers. Yep. I would say, and I got most of the first half and, and saw bits and pieces of, of the second half, but you've you know, recapped with me on it. There would have been, in the first half alone, two or three jumpers that he was hit on. He was plain and simply yep. hit on. And I'm probably going to put those video on the timeline just for people to see, where he's just like, I'm being hit here. Like, give me the freaking call. And I like that he's got that attitude again. I think that's something about his demeanor that I'm not sure if you've noticed, Nick. But KD has always sort of been a low-key sort of guy, a bit behind the scenes, a bit of an introvert or whatever. But he's a bit more outlandish, a bit more extroverted yep. this season. You know, he's... Worldwide World posted a really funny video where, you know, it was about five seconds left to go. The clock's running out. And Katie's like, get your shit out of here, <laughs> the Sixers. He's just he's just super fun right now. You know, he's talking trash to his old protege in uh, in, in uh, Trey Young as well. Um, it's uh, There's a, a swagger to what he's doing right now. And uh, it is a, a joy to watch. It, it really is. I think the young guys love it too. And I think that helps kind of bring it out of him. Just kind of get these guys going, like encourage them a little bit. Another thing that he did in this game too, and he did it in the Raptors game as well. Like he had a turnover. It was specifically to Kessler Edwards where he threw the ball like in the wrong spot. Kess was in a different spot. Katie says, my bad. Like there's a lot of vets and great players in this league that would just be look at the rook and be like, nah, that's on you. I think you respect the accountability too. When everybody makes mistakes, occasionally KD does do that too. And he'll take that accountability. But like you mentioned, I think one of the most important things and is that he's just elevating the play of others like he's taking guys to another level and he's also trusting his teammates to a very high level like there was plays tonight where he was just getting those double teams in that fourth quarter dropping it to Blake and letting him make the decision on the short roll and make the correct play that big three that Blake hit now I'm not a lip reader other people are better at it than I am you know there was some some cool stuff where I think it was the Detroit game, and I think it was Net, Brooklyn Net cast too. It was like, you know, that's some light work, and he put up a 50-piece. Yep. KD's just, oh, he's, he's, he's incredible. I, I, I freaking love him. I'd swear, but I'm, I probably did a little bit too much on, on the last <laughs> solo pod. But in saying that, there's just, when he hit that three, Blake looked like he was saying, yeah, you trust me. I trust you. You trust me. I'm like, you just, you feel that everyone around him is just reverberating that energy and just... Yep. 
just taking on and their greatness is being elevated by their play alone. It's like, Katie, trust me, one of the 10 best players to ever step foot on the hardwood, trust me to make this shot, I'd better make that goddamn shot because he should be taking it and he's given it to me. He could take 40 shots a night and, you know, like I said, 62.3% true shooting, just give him the ball. He can be, you know, old school level, you know, Kobe Bryant, uh, but more efficient in that way. But he doesn't want to do that. He loves... He loves the energy that he gets from his teammates. You could see how hyped he was after the, the Raptors game. Equally hyped tonight. Um, this is just a, a fun team to watch, Nick. And again, we are being led by one of the game's greats. And like you said, don't take that shit for granted. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I think also just like credit to the entire team. Obviously, Kevin Durant, like you mentioned, he could have sat out the last game and would have got postponed against the Raptors, but decides to play easily could have probably sat out tonight because I'm sure his ankle is still sore. <laughs> like you mentioned, he played 48 minutes against the Raptors, put the team on his back. But also like the Nets could have easily punted these two games as a squad. Like they're missing a ton of guys, including James Harden, like obviously one of the best players on their team and so many different veterans. And they're relying on guys who have hardly logged any NBA minutes. I mean, you subtract, you know, Blake Griffin and Patty Mills, Katie probably has more minutes than the entire roster combined. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, it's not, it's not even probably close, like to be serious. So uh, credit to them and these guys just stepping up, obviously, you know, a lot of credit to the Long Island coaches for getting these guys ready, but also a lot of credit to the Nets coaches and Steve Nash and just encouraging these guys. And I think this is one of Nash's skills. It's like just being able to communicate with guys, especially young guys and making sure they feel comfortable. I know I wasn't on the last show, pretty upset about that still feeling a little sick but i couldn't miss this one but I, the the quote to kessler edwards where like he was a little nervous when the game started and then nash talks to him and he has an amazing night for a rookie it's just like those type of things i think everybody on the roster deserves credit the coaching staff and the organization because it would have been really easy to lose these two games and the net said nah we're gonna grab two more dubs and we're gonna continue to move up in the standings I think confidence is a, is a way that these this team is playing right now from yep. top to bottom. When you go from from Kevin Durant to Daron Sharp, you know they feel confident not only in executing what you know the coaches want them and what their individual talents allow them to to do, but also confident in that if they make mistakes, they're not going to be you know lambasted by like you know a Rick Carlisle style s coach or you know Jim Jim Boylan or whoever else it might be. It's just like. It's just the it's cultivating an atmosphere of positivity and just collaboration that we know that Steve Nash has has loved of late, and you know it's almost somewhat easier for him. You know, in, in, you could look at it in a way that look, I've only got these players, I've just got to make sure that I narrow their focus and they understand what they need to do. Kess, you go out there and be an athletic marvel and take your threes, my guy, because you're looking like Joe Harris 2.0 <laughs> with some of the ones that you're hitting. 
Um, and, you know, Damon Sharp, just be a menace on the boards, my guy. You know, clacks, switch, switch, switch. And he's starting to grow as a, an offensive player yeah. as well. There's just there's something about this team, Nick. And look, our guy Justin Thomas of Nets Republic, who's been doing some incredible work over there, as well as on the buzz, mind you, um, put out the fact that he thinks that the health and safety protocol nets are better they're all greater or more lovable than the old bubble nets. Are we on board with that, my friend? I think we are. I mean, this team has Kevin Durant. And, I mean, it also has a ton of rooks. Like, no disrespect to, obviously, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen was on that team, and, and we love those guys. But just this level of, like I said, you get to see, you know, the best player in the NBA play with a group of young guys. It's just something very unique that you don't necessarily get to experience, and especially seeing them win games and play good basketball. Yeah, they played two bad third quarters, but one, two, three, and four – I mean, one, two, one, two, and four in both games have been pretty good basketball, especially for a lot of these young guys. And I think this development is really going to pay off, you know, not only for the rooks, but I also believe Nick Claxton is really using this time to excel. No, definitely. He has been incredible. And, you know, he had, was eating the lunch of Tobias Harris. It was Seth Curry. You know, he had those dude in clamps. Like, they, yeah. they are locked up to the highest degree. But that's what, what we know about Clax. That's just, it's light work for him. He, yeah. he, eats that shit for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like no one else's business. But what I'm saying right now is it harks me back to one of my fourth or fifth Brooklyn Nets games that I ever saw in person, or six or seven. I can't remember the exact number, but I remember seeing Clax work out with, I think it was Amari Stoudemire before the game, working on his post moves, working on the little baby hooks left yeah. and right, working on some of his footwork. That's looking pretty nice right now, Nick. That, for me, is a really encouraging sign. Yeah, it's a huge sign because I think obviously Clax doesn't have the jumper, but there's opportunities sometimes where he looks early in the season, he's looking confused where he's got the ball in the paint or on the block or whatever it is. Now you're seeing him take that one dribble, spin into a hook shot, left or right hand. We saw a little floater slash push shot tonight. He's looking more like the clacks we saw for that initial period of his rookie season where there was like, oh, wow, there might be a little bit more offense here, kind of what we saw at him when he was in college. So clacks just getting more comfortable. And then also I saw a couple really nice cuts. You know, we saw some nice cuts in this game. We saw some nice cuts in the Raptors game. I think he's starting to realize like, damn, I'm like faster than a lot of the bigs, but I'm also faster than a lot of forwards too. Like, you know, he's a really good athlete. And I think he's starting to realize that he's also getting his conditioning back and playing with that energy and spark that really kind of elevates the team. Yeah, he has some guard-level skills in terms of his athleticism in a lot of ways. He's got some some nice handoffs. You know, he sat one tonight, 89 from the field for 17 points. His free throw was well. Only the two boards, but also had two steals and two blocks. Was this the best offensive game that you've seen of Clack City's career, Nick? Yeah, I think most versatile. We saw the most of his bag. You know, obviously he caught, I think, a, a oop or two in this one. And then he was able to hit the hook shot, hit the floater shot. Then there was another play, I believe this was in the second half, he had a, he set a pick for KD. KD goes to hit him on the short roll. The ball gets tipped, so it's a little bit of a short pass. Clax like snatches it, hits a spin move, dribbles, and then hits a layup at the rim. That's what really excites me because you mentioned the little bit of guard skills. His handles aren't crispy, but there is enough balance and fluidity to his game where you could see him be able to kind of take advantage more in some of those situations. And over these last couple games, we're seeing him look more comfortable with a short roll and with better decision-making, also just being more confident and aggressive. Like the hesitation stuff is what really screws up a lot of NBA players. When you're looking to do what you know you can do and you have the right mindset, that's when you're going to play at your best. And I think that's where we're seeing Clax enter the right mind state. Definitely. He's got an incredible mindset right now, and he's only on the up and up. You know, and that was all. Those 17 points only came in 22 minutes, mind you, as well. But Nick, who do you want to touch on next? 
Yeah, let's talk touch on Blake. I think Blake was pretty big in this game. You know, I want to say he started this game out 3 of 10 and finished 7 of 16, had 17 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. I believe he took three charges, maybe it was two, but just that constant energy and effort he provides. And also he gives the Nets just like somebody who's comfortable with a ball in his hands, like somebody who can just do the dribble handoff with Patty Mills or whatever it might be. Obviously, three-point shot wasn't great tonight, one of five, but he hit the one that mattered. So I think he's doing a great job and earning himself back into the rotation right now. Yeah, I mean, his three ball was good in the previous game. So in saying that, look, you, he's going to have his ups, he's going to have his downs. And, and the Nets themselves still shot 11-23 from uh, the three-point range, which is almost 48%. So I think we're starting to see a, a, a positive version of Blake again. You know, he seems confident. The coaches seem confident in him. The role being asked of him. And I think the athleticism around him, be it Claxton, be it Kessler Edwards, be it David Duke Jr., is allowing him to just be a bit more gritty and a bit more of a sort of like an old school style vet in a lot of ways. So I think having that um, in in terms of just, you know, you've got Kess, who's an incredible rebounder as well. David Duke is an incredible rebounder. Nicholas Claxton, you know, when he wants to be a, and he wants to attack the glass, he's obviously a, a wonderful athlete as well. So I think that having just such a, an amazing athletic team around, you know, Blake Griffin and Kevin Durant right now is, is paying dividends for the Nets in a lot of ways. They also are just looking to get in transition a lot more. You know, some of that's just not having the vets and also some of that's not having James Harden. That's not disrespect to him. That's just not the style he really plays. And guys like David Duke are always sprinting down the floor. Like this kid is always in transition, ready to go. So credit to David Duke Jr. too. Love his hero step. Love his ability to get in transition, his activity on the boards and his tenacity defensively. He, he was incredible tonight, Nick. You know, you look at just the six points, two or seven from the field, oh, one from three, two, two from the free throw line, but he led the team in plus minus. You know, he was plus 20. When he is out there, good things happen. You know, when that three ball, you know, you see maybe he gets a bit of mentorship from uh, Joe Harris and, yeah. and Kyle Corver in the offseason or down in the G League, then he's going to be something else. An undrafted player, I still am shocked and dumbfounded by, by the fact of that. And, you know, Sean Marks, his drafting this year is, you know, I said it on, on the timeline during the game yesterday, he deserves executive of the year for that alone, let alone the Patty Mills signing, the James Johnson signing, Paul Millsap and the rest. But yeah, he also had the four boards, a really, really good guard rebounder. You know, he, he's just a, a wonderful role player and he, he knows what he can do and he knows that he can't do uh, everything to the highest extent, but he can do so much at, a, at, a, yeah. at an above average level, which is going to leave you in good stead in the in the league. I know some people have sort of said that, you know, he might be a Drew Holiday light. If he can get to any even half version of Drew Holiday, he's going to be a heck of an NBA player. And he already is, Nick, in, in terms of the responsibility that we're asking of him. He's playing 30 plus minutes for this team. And, you know, he's going up against credible NBA players like, you know, your Danny Greens, your Seth Currys, your Matisse Thibels, you know, quality, you know, NBA players that have been in the league for a long time. David Duke's playing, what, his third or fourth game. Uh, he doesn't look, you know, like a fish out of water in by any stretch. Yeah, I think like you mentioned, Jack, he does a lot of things on the floor. He's able to handle the basketball. He's able to pass the basketball, has a layup package. Obviously, the jumper's not quite there yet, and the defense is great, and the rebounding defensively and offensively is really there. Cam Thomas moving over to him. 25 minutes tonight, 11 points, 3 of 6 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3, uh, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. I think that's what really stuck out in this game for Cam is the passing. There was a couple of very unselfish plays. The one that pops to mind is where he had the easy mid-range jumper, but he throws a bounce pass to Cass for easy layup. 
I, my other one, Nick, was when he was driving, you know, oh, aggressively, yeah. and that kick out to Kess, which was right after he had the, you know, off the dribble sidestep three, which was yes. something else, man. This Didn't kid even is... smile. That's what I find like it's incredible. Like he he had a, a just like a highlight package play, and he did. He's just like he's a serial killer, man. Like the, the <laughs> him, he like it's weird because his idol was James Harden and Kyrie Irving came into league, and those guys. You know, got a bit of a, a bit of personality, and they love it. You know, showing off a little bit here and there. But he's got the Kevin Durant demeanor. Like he's just—he's clearly been obviously James Harden being out and Kyrie Irving uh, being out for an extended period as well. The mentorship that Katie's given has, has rubbed off to his personality as well, and he's just a, a silent assassin. And he's got so much skill. And you know, bouncing back after a, a relatively lackluster performance by his own, you know, pretty high standards that he set for himself. I think that's a really, you know, positive sign for him as well. You know, going back and going, all right, well, these are the things that I did wrong. Doesn't mean I have to have two bad games in a row. Good maturity, making the right plays. This kid is more than a gunner. He's a gunner, but he's more than that. Yeah, I think also he probably could have had more touches and get put the ball in his hands a little bit more, especially when Katie wasn't out there. You know, Patty was getting kind of double teamed or getting swarmed by Matisse Thibel. Not a bad game for Patty. Just had that rough stretch in the third quarter. Obviously finished with 14 points, four of eight from three, five five rebounds, three assists. You know, Patty's consistent. He's always going to provide you something. Took a charge in this game as well. And just quickly touching on uh, Kessler Edwards. You know, nine points, four of nine, seven rebounds, two assists, one steal. I love Kess. I'm ready to give him real minutes. He does so many things well. You know, the help defense is probably the only thing that could probably improve, especially interior. But on the perimeter, he's really good, very active, constantly trying to fight back into the play. I'm ready to see this guy play with the real Nets when the team is healthy. All aboard the Kess Express! Choo-choo! <laughs> we're all on board with that, mate. Don't you worry. And, no, he is... Uh... He is an NBA player, Nick. He is yeah. the prototype of the modern NBA player in everything you want. He is an athlete, an incredible rebounder, has got a three ball to him, an incredible defender. The NBA reps will help him, you know, you know, understand, you know, rotations and switching and, you know, who to leave open for three, who not to leave open for three. But he is a, a wonderful talent. And, you know, pick 41, mind you, as well. And, you know, glossing over my boy, Paddy Mills, I'm going to let it slide because I spent a lot of time in the last pod <laughs> opening up with him. So we're probably yeah, sick of Paddy Mills. The other kind of hit us up there like, yo, we're a little jealous. Paddy got a little bit too much shine on the last podcast. You got to spend a little bit more time on us rooks. Yeah, well, look, uh, we've done that. We've done that. I like to think that I was you know, relatively <laughs> generous with my time. But no, Paddy Mills, again, 50% from three. You know, dude, like Paddy Mills has got... I've said this before. His trigger is just like that. He doesn't care if he misses either. You know, he, he can go 80%. He can go 50%. He can go 40%. I don't think that the statistics reflect his mindset. You know, he's yeah. not going to, like, care if he misses five in a row. He doesn't care if he hits five in a row either. He's going to have the same mentality. And, you know, we talk about Kevin Durant's leadership. Paddy's got some of that, yeah. some of that leadership as well, and then some. The way he's sort of, I, I guarantee behind the scenes, all these rooks are, are speaking glowingly about what Paddy Mills give this team. Um, he is a, a special... There was a quote last game, actually. I can't remember which rookie said it, but it said, like, KD and Paddy Mills were the guys who were really encouraging them, telling them to just go out there and play their games. There's a purity to, and it just seems to me that this this team has a, a personality. This version of the team, the health and safety protocol nets, if you want to call them that, <laughs> steal the trademark from our guy Justin Thomas. But there's a personality to this team that's infectious, and it's led because Paddy Mills has infectious energy, even when it's you know James Harden and and all the regular guys in the rotation. You feed off what he provides. 
He he does that, you know, no matter where he is, whether he's leading a team to a bronze medal in in Tokyo or whether he's leading teams to upset wins, you know, against Toronto and Philadelphia. I think that a lot of the intangibles is as great as what Paddy has been on the court. The intangible things of leadership, energy, personality, yep. communication. I think that those things are worth the, the mid-level exception alone in terms of what we got for him. Uh, an absolute bargain, the steal of the offseason. Yeah, uh, Patty's been great. And without him, I think the Nets would really be suffering. Like, obviously, they're missing a ton of other guys, but he just provides that spark. And he's also, obviously, the best floor spacer the Nets have right now. And also, I'll give credit to Dayron Sharp. Obviously, I wasn't super high on him, but he's impressed me over these last two games. He looks more fit, more spry, and ready to go. And I think his physicality was actually annoying Joel Embiid in this game. And there was a couple plays where Embiid was kind of flopping on the floor. Shout out Lance and Galloway for popping in there, knocking down a three, taking a charge, kind of trying to fit in with the group. But overall, really, really happy with this result. Jack, anything else you want to throw out there? Anything else you want to discuss or get out of here? We've got some breaking news before we get to the end here, Nick. The Nets have made a, a few 10-day signings with their a hard... Hardship exemption, obviously, with the guys being out. One of those being James Ennis. Uh, Matt Brooks um, putting out on the timeline that he shot 43.3% from three last year. Nice little bit of a wing there. And Chris Haynes broke the fact that the Nets are also signing Shaq Harrison. He's going to sign a 10-day contract as well. So Langston Galloway, James Ennis, and Shaquille Harrison are three guys that are genuine NBA players in my eyes, Nick. And they were on my off-season target list, actually, for the Nets. <laughs> I mean, we had a pretty extensive target yeah. list. In that, so, look, this is just, uh, it, it just adds to a bit of depth. Hopefully, it eases the, the minutes and, and load burden on, on a heap of the guys like Kevin Durant. You throw James Ennis out there for four or five minutes, right, and make it a 35-minute game for Katie rather than 39 and 48. So, I think that all of these guys are going to give the Nets something. Shaq Harrison is a wonderful defender. Um, I'm a I'm a pretty big James Ennis fan in terms of just you know being nine, ten, eleven in the rotation, um, and obviously Langston Galloway tonight. A lot of people outside of Nets world were were dumbfounded the fact that he isn't on NBA roster right now, and you know that pull up three off the screen from Clax I think it was 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 pretty was pretty pretty if that if that makes any sense. So nice little sneaky signings from our boy Sean Marks here. Um, hopefully you know we get the a, a few of the guys coming back soon, but. I think these guys are going to step in, you know, maybe make your boy Mike James look silly, Nick. I think also this is good for the Nets in the sense of like, obviously these guys are going to help right now, but if they do make a trade, someone gets hurt. They have these guys that they possibly could go to and like, Hey, you know, we're going to bring James Ennis back. Obviously solid defender, three point shot is, I don't think he has a ton of volume, but can hit the shots when they are wide open. Like you mentioned, you know, Shaq Harrison, elite defender he's a guy that will put clamps on people so in Lance and Galloway like credit to that guy his three-point shot has really developed to a high level he's a guy that I think could potentially you know be added to this team I think all these guys like we mentioned they were off-season targets we had a super long list but these were the vet minimum guys that had skill sets that you could see that would excel with star players one final thing on that as well Nick you know, Bobby Masters putting out on what these signings will cost the Brooklyn Nets. It is an absolute joke that the Nets have yeah. to pay extra money because they are in the tax for players that are out for health and safety reasons. That whole rule is a joke. If, if it was Golden State, if it's the Brooklyn Nets, you know, I'm not just being biased here. I think a lot of people can just sort of see this is through no fault of their own. It is purely circumstantial in a way that is truly unheralded. You know, we're living in a freaking pandemic. Yet then Joe Sy is going to have to pay, what, two cents on the dollar or double the amount or whatever it is that the Nets are paying in the tax right now. 
That is an absolute freaking joke, and the NBA needs to change the rules. Well, I think that that needs to happen for not just the Brooklyn Nets, but for every all 30 organizations. Absolutely. Yeah, joke. I think it was waived last season, so it should be waived this season. And also, because like some of this is the NBA's fault. They're playing teams that are having COVID. I think, I, I think it was Billy Reinhardt put out like the Nets had played the Bulls and the timeline matched up that they probably caught COVID for those guys. And a lot of these other teams, you can see that you're connecting the dots, and it's like, uh, this isn't just like an, you know, obviously this is a world problem, but right now this is the NBA problem where teams are playing teams that have COVID and now they're getting other teams sick. And now, you know, obviously I never really feel bad for owners, but it's not fair that they have to pay this extra money for a mistake that the NBA is making. No, definitely. Um, there's also a photo, Nick, of Michael, uh, that Michael Grady has on his timeline. And it's one of the shots that we alluded to with uh, Tobias Harris guarding Kevin Durant. And it is, he's unguardable. He's the most, He's the most unguardable player probably in NBA history. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm holding up to the camera right now <laughs> to Nick. doesn't have to check his timeline. He hits a jumper where he's literally, you know, it's like they're holding hands like they're, you know, school schoolyard crushes. Kevin <laughs> um, goes like, you know what? I'm going to hit this shot over your hand, through your hand. Doesn't matter what body part you want to put there. I'm hitting this jumper. Kevin Durant is not of this earth, Nicholas. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. There was a couple plays tonight where there was literally three Sixers contesting his shot, and it didn't even matter. I mean, just really great stuff. And, like, sometimes, like, I look at performances like this one and the one against the Raptors. It's almost more impressive than the 50-point game. Obviously, the 50-point game came against the Pistons, so, you know, it only doesn't count as much, but obviously scoring 50 is incredibly difficult. But going in a game like this, especially a Sixers team that I felt like were really targeting him, and in the same thing with the Raptors, and have this type of performance was just amazing. And like I mentioned before, Probably the best basketball, the best four-game stretch I've seen from a net ever. Obviously, James Harden had some of that. Jason Kidd was great, but just KD does it at a completely different level, especially with a talent group that he has. Yeah, Harden had injuries last year, but we're talking about KD carrying two-way guys, rookies, to wins, especially against the Sixers and the Raptors. Not that they're amazing teams, but they're solid enough. Appreciate the guys. Appreciate the legends while they're still with us, Nick. 100%. Jack, always a pleasure. Happy to be back, and big thanks, everybody, for listening. Check the buzz on all stream platforms. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.